Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, this is Hal Blaine. And when I'm not behind my beautiful set of drums, I'm listening to the Rock and Roll Archaeology Project. You should too. DIY and How Studios presents Real Rock with Andy King, part of the Rock and Roll Archaeology Project. Amps go up to 10. Exactly. Does that mean it's louder? Is it any louder? Well, it's one louder. Music, culture, technology, and rock and roll. Now, on with the show. Welcome to Real Rock. I'm your host, Andy King, and today we're going to be taking a look back at the film career of Tom Petty. This episode will be spoiler-free and different than our usual show. Tom passed away on October 2nd, and to be quite honest with you, I'm heartbroken. I use this show to celebrate the things that I love, and that's what today's going to be about. Celebration. We will still be answering a few questions in this episode, such as... Is it really a cameo if you are the character? Which director admittedly owes his film career to Tom Petty? And can Tom make a Jennifer Aniston romantic comedy enjoyable? Join me as we take a look at the film career of Tom Petty and why he is real rock royalty. Tom Petty made his film debut in the 1978 film FM. We will talk about this movie in long form at some point as it features appearances from almost a dozen rock stars. Now, this is a glorified cameo for Petty, and he doesn't really get a chance to show off any acting chops, but it's his first film appearance and the first time one of his songs appeared in a movie. Actually, two songs, Breakdown and American Girl, have prominent roles in a pretty loaded soundtrack. Seriously, that film's going to be a lot of fun when we get to it. 
Hollywood came knocking again in 1987 when Tom appeared in the film Made in Heaven. In this piece of shit, I'm, I mean film, Petty plays a character named Stanky. He's not given much to do here either, but he does have lines at least. You can find clips of the film on YouTube, including Tom's part, but you may want to avoid subjecting yourself to the entire movie. If you do decide to watch the film, congratulations, you're a masochist. But look for cameos of Neil Young and Rick Ocasek as they appear in the film as well. Tom's biggest and most epic role came from the 1997 Kevin Costner film The Postman. In this post-apocalyptic action film, Tom plays the mayor of a town called Bridge City. We're led to believe that Tom is actually playing himself in the film. There's a couple of little hints, such as the postman saying that, like, didn't you used to be famous? Now, there are quite a few rock references in this film, but Petty showing up is a fun surprise in an otherwise dreary movie. And I won't spoil it here, but Tom has a very pivotal role in this film. Hey! <laughs> you nearly went. Get in. There's three good-sized towns up ahead with enough people to help you if you can convince them to come. Hey, don't tell anybody. I like to ride this damn thing just for the hell of it. Being a city official has its perks, you know? Tom made quite a few appearances on television as well. In the early 90s, he made appearances on various Gary Shandling shows. Tom and Gary were very close friends. When Shandling died last year, Tom wrote a really touching article about his dear friend for Billboard magazine. Now, being a fan of both of these men, I found the article hard to read, but incredibly moving. We've never been neighbors before, though. Did you, did you live in Mulholland when I did? No, but then I was down the hill in the valley. I was right. never that far from you. You used to come over. You never come over anymore. I guess you're busy. Did you, did you turn Jewish since I saw you last? <laughs> What's happened to you? I don't know. I just wondered. You know, I don't you this. were saying the other day. I miss you. About what? How you don't call people and tell them that you love them, basically, as much as you should. That's because right. Because we're all getting older, and we should tell each other these things. Like you didn't call the Pope. <laughs> no, and I'll tell you what I feel bad about is I owe him two calls. <laughs> and then that's, what, that's the lesson. When the Pope died, I went, ah, shit. I should have called I owed him those two yeah. calls. In the 2002 Simpsons episode, Strummer Vacation, Tom shows up at the rock and roll fantasy camp to teach Homer and friends about the importance of writing lyrics. The Simpsons had quite a few cool rock-themed episodes, and this one is one of the best. In particular, it features uh, cameos from Elvis Costello, Mick and Keith, Lenny Kravitz, and Brian Setzer. Lyrics are the hardest part of songwriting, but when you come up with something meaningful and heartfelt... Boring! Will you stop saying that? But rock stars are supposed to be about drinking and getting drunk and boozing it up. And girls that have legs and know how to use them. And why I can't drive 55. You just want mindless, generic rock? Precisely. Uh. See that drunk girl speeding down the street? Yeah! yeah! 
She's worried about the state of public schools. Boom! She likes to party, she likes to rock. Yeah! She prays that our schools don't run out of chalk. Petty went on to voice the character of Lucky on the show King of the Hill from 2004 to 2009, eventually doing 28 episodes. Series creator Mike Judge says that working with Tom was always a pleasure. How Tom got this gig is a pretty funny story. The writers had pitched the character as looking like Tom Petty without all of the success. They figured why not and reached out to Petty for an audition. Tom reached deep into his Florida roots and inflected the best hillbilly voice you'll ever hear. Uh, Lucky. Why they call you Lucky? True story. I was at Costco one day and all of a sudden the nature called. Yelled is more like it. So I hightailed it into the john and there's some sensitive guy changing his little boy's diaper on one of them baby ironing boards. And don't you know I slipped on PP and broke two vertebrae which had to be fused together? I'm in constant pain, but by God, I got me a $53,000 settlement. The use of Tom Petty's songs in film really cement him as a real rock legend. His songs have appeared in 42 films since FM debuted in 1978. There will definitely be more to come. Rock songs have a way in film and in life to convey something that needs to be said without having to say it. American Girl, for instance, is almost a trope at this point. And it gets a little on the nose because I think directors sometimes use it to signify this is an American movie and there's a girl. But it normally puts a fun, high-energy spirit for a scene. This was, of course, flipped in Silence of the Lambs when, no spoilers, but you know what I'm talking about. Tom actually provided the entire soundtrack for the 1997 Jennifer Aniston romantic comedy She's the One. To answer the question from the intro, no, he doesn't save the movie. But if you just listen to the soundtrack, it's pretty good. It's weird to me, though. When listened on its own, it's an alright album, but it seems as though the Petty Camp has tried to distance itself from this album. Hands down, the best use of a Petty song in film is from the Cameron Crowe film Jerry Maguire. In it, Tom Cruise has just left a meeting, super pumped, and starts flipping through the radio looking for a tune he can belt out. He finally lands on Free Falling. We've all been there. It's ironic that we end this retrospective on a Cameron Crowe film. The first article to appear in Rolling Stone about Tom was written by Crowe. It appeared in the October 19, 1978 issue. But Crowe actually credits Petty with his entire directing career. While on assignment for MTV, Crowe filmed Tom singing I'm Stupid on the way to shoot the video for You Got Lucky. Crowe says, quote, I haven't put the camera down since, and I have Tom Petty to thank for that, end quote. Now, Tom Petty is not one of the more theatrical rock stars, yet he's proven himself to be a formidable actor, and we've discussed his songs have been pivotal in cinema. Tom Petty and film seem to go hand in hand, as odd as that might seem. 
It all makes sense when you think about the moment Tom was bitten by the rock and roll bug. As legend has it, Tom met Elvis Presley when he was 10 and was awestruck by the pandemonium that surrounded Elvis. So he decided he wanted to be a star, and the rest is history. But what's interesting is, Elvis was on location in Central Florida filming a movie at the time. That movie, appropriately titled, Follow That Dream. And from there, the connection all makes sense. I must have been 10 or 11 years old. My aunt came over and said, Elvis Presley is making a movie, and your uncle's working on the picture, and I... I thought maybe you'd like to go down one day and, and watch the filming, see Elvis. Elvis appeared like, you know, a vision. He didn't look like anything I'd ever seen. And I'm just dumbstruck. And my uncle said, you know, Elvis, this is my family, this is my nephew, da da da. And Elvis kind of went, yeah, and, you know, and moved on, you know. I went home a changed man. When I hit the street the next day, I was trying to find some Elvis Presley records. <laughs> hey diggers, I need to get personal for a moment. This episode was extremely hard for me to do, but I felt that I needed to do it. And really, it's for completely selfish reasons. My birthday is coming up in a couple of weeks of this recording, and it's always a bittersweet occasion for me. I had a brother with a birthday two weeks before mine, and he passed away when we were teenagers. Being brothers, we shared almost anything either one of us had, and one of the things we shared was a love of rock. We would spend hours sitting by the radio waiting for a cool song to come on so we could tape it and play it back later. Sometimes we lived in separate houses and would see each other on the weekend. I would bring one cassette, he would bring his cassette, and we would dissect the songs together and talk about how much we loved them. I can still remember the light in his eyes the first time I played Mary Jane's Last Dance for him. Our petty anthem, though was It's Good to Be King, partly because King is our last name, but mostly because of the line, It's good to get high and never come down. Of course, we had just learned what pot was and felt that Tom Petty was giving us a little wink and a nudge to the secret language that we ourselves had just learned. As I got older, I learned that Tom Petty was the great party equalizer. In the South, typically, your choices are pop country or Skinnered. But I learned early on that if you put Tom on, everyone was happy. The girls would sing along. The first time I held my daughter, I learned that singing to her would keep her calm. Here Comes My Girl was one of the first songs on the Daddy playlist. Stories like these are the reason that it cuts so deep when an artist leaves us. Our memories, good and bad, are set to the soundtrack of these artists. Sometimes their words are exactly what we need to hear. Sometimes it's what we wish we could have said. Whether it's the soundtrack of our lives or the soundtrack to a movie, I think Cameron Crowe summed it up best. He said, you can use Tom Petty's music so easily, it's almost like cheating. It's just infectious, and I've not been able to wean myself from that. Thank you, Diggers, for going on this therapeutic field trip with me, and I hope we were able to memorialize a lesser celebrated aspect of a very celebrated artist. If you haven't seen it, Netflix has a great documentary called Running Down a Dream that chronicles the career of Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. It's a fantastic doc, and I will be covering it in long form in the future. I want to hear from you, so shoot me an email at realrockpodcast at gmail.com. That's R-E-E-L, Rock Podcast. And follow me on Twitter, at Real Rock Podcast. I'm Andy King, and this has been Real Rock.
of social injustice? Oxfam America works with people in more than 90 countries to save lives, develop long-term solutions to poverty, and campaign for social change. And we do it with the help of our friends in the music world. The Beatles were Oxfam supporters back in the day. So were the Stones. And through the years, musicians and music fans have helped Oxfam push hard to work for a just world without poverty. Folks like Radiohead, Coldplay, Pearl Jam, DJ Shadow, and many, many more have encouraged their fans to join the effort. You can too. Go to OxfamAmerica.org to learn how you can help. Real Rock is produced by DIY and Howe Studios and is a part of the Rock and Roll Archaeology Project. Real Rock is written by Andy King. All commentary and opinions are that of the host. All sound design and incidental music by Busy Signal Studios. Playlists can be found at Spotify. Purchase these great and important tracks. All songs, clips, and references can be found on our show notes. Please visit rockandrollarchaeology.com for more information.